What's up, family? This is Pastor Brent with the Word Up Podcast. The title of this week's podcast is Wrestling for Revelation, which is a sermon focused on the blessing that accompanies inward reflection. My prayer is that this will be a word to help you level up. Jacob, in this story, is, is very, very interesting. To, to think about Jacob for wrestling is nothing new to Jacob. Jacob has been wrestling all his life. He's kind of like Miss Sophia. All my life. Hey, y'all, come on, y'all finish it. That's what Miss Sophia said. She said, I've been fighting all of my life. Then she got mad with Sila because Sila told Harpo to beat him. Yeah. And she went back and she said, Sila, you told Harpo beat me? Uh, yeah, so anyway. And so there, there are some similarities between Jacob and Miss Sophia. They, they, they have both been wrestling all their lives. Yeah. And what's interesting is this, this battle, this, this wrestling, this, this contention, this war, this battle uh, now is nothing new. This is not anything new to Jacob. Fighting is nothing new and real to say, fighting is nothing new to any of us. Some of y'all fought with your sheets this morning just to get here. You fought with your alarm clock just to wake up. Fighting is nothing that we're unaccustomed to. But Jacob here grapples with this unidentified man. The man initiates the fight with Jacob. But the Bible says Jacob fought with him. And so there are some things I want to elaborate on or illustrate as we work through this text. Y'all with me? And I believe this, this, even this idea of Jacob wrestling with the man uh, gives us something to say. Firstly, the need for us to grapple things head on. Because often, let's be real, we like to find ways around doing what we need to do. Rather than saying somebody is dead, we say they passed away. It's euphemisms. It makes us feel better when things are a little bit softer. We want to come to church and want things to sound soft. We want the preacher to say, you know, we understand you're just struggling. You know, God is with you. But, but there comes some time when you got to tell folks if you keep living in sin, you're going to hell if you don't get right. Oh, the church getting quiet on me now. Uh, there are some things you got to grapple head on. And Jacob takes this man and he fights with him head on. And we see that this is a season where we need to begin to deal with things head on. I am tired of rebuking leaves and branches. It's time to work with roots. Huh? You still raking leaves? I want to deal with some roots. Because I'm sick of leaves. And as you can rake leaves all day long, but every fall they're going to come right back to your house. You see, you think because the leaves are gone, the problem is gone. No, you haven't dealt with the roots yet. There are some things you got to work on from the root. David realized there is no victory for me 
with Goliath if I stand here. So the Bible said that David ran toward Goliath. And this is your season to run toward your challenge, to run toward your issue. Stop being afraid of that thing. And David ran toward Goliath. And he fought Goliath head on. Until you think about this time we can fight head on. He said you won't be scared to do it if it's time you do it. Even Jesus, on his way to Jerusalem, Jerusalem was the place where he was going to be crucified. But Mark 9, 32 says, or 10, 32, one or the other, I think it's 9, maybe 10, one or the other. Y'all go home and search it. You don't need to read your Bibles anyway. He, he moves. The Bible says that Jesus had talked to his disciples, and they were on the way to Jerusalem, but Jesus went before them. He knew the fate of his life, but he faced it like a G. Jesus is the real savage. He's the real OG. He went towards Jerusalem like a G. Didn't even flinch. Y'all ever seen uh, uh, Baby Boy? Oh, that's, that's my movie. You just a baby boy. Yeah, that's my, that's my movie. And that's one part where, where uh, what was Tyrese's name in the movie? Jody. Them boys had jumped Jody for that bike. And Jody went and told his homeboy. And both of them got some Alizé. <laughs> and they went to the little park where they were chilling at. And Jody said, uh, you know, he was like, trouble with boys, get up. Get up. Get up. And they all got up. They were standing in line. And Jody was like, all right. So the friend Punch one of them out, then he was like, Joey, you, it's your turn now. You come on, go ahead. Joey was like, <laughs> but he, then he finally got something together and punched him. But they got the one guy, and he was like, don't flinch. And the boy was like, <laughs> and Joey was ready to punch him, but the boy, he just stood there. And Joey was like, man, you got heart, yo, you got heart. You got heart. I like that you got heart. But he was willing. To take that punch yeah. like a G. Yeah. And when you face uncertainty in your life, uh-huh. you got to stand there and not flinch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, listen, Jody was not going to kill him. Uh-huh. He was just going to punch him. Yeah. And you see, sometimes we run from challenge because we think we're going to die. Yeah. It might knock you out, but you're going to get back up again. I'm going to stand here and take it like a G because I know that this challenge won't go away unless I face it. And the things you're doing in your life, they are not going anywhere, but you got to stop right now and get your G stats and stand still and say, come what may, I'm going to defeat you. I'm not going to die here, but this thing will not prevail against me. You got to take on your G stats. Somebody take on your G stats. Yeah, yeah. Got that time. Now look. In wrestling with this man, go to verse, let's see. We we in the text today. We here. Brother Andrew, go to I believe it's verse twenty five. 
he saw, the man that was fighting Jacob, when he saw that he was not prevailing or that he wasn't winning, he touched the hollow of his staff. Yeah. Now, he didn't break his staff. It wasn't, wasn't broken because if you break a hip, most likely you break your pelvis bone. So that would, it, it would cripple him for life usually, you know. But it, it was just a dislocation. Yeah. And the hollow of Jacob's staff was out of joint. Amen. As, listen, he wrestled with him. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an unfair advantage. Oh that you have this much power. Yeah. I cannot afflict you. Yeah. But you can afflict me. And isn't that how life often fights us? Unfair. Things don't have any equity. No fairness. No equality. It just hits you. And then you have to fight the rest of your life impaired. Or with a disability. Or with a handicap. Over something you didn't cause upon yourself. Huh? Don't you have to deal with wounds that were afflicted upon you as a child that you couldn't help? Huh? Some issues in your life right now with your confidence that came from your childhood that you could not change, that you had no power over, and so that life fights you and life makes you cripple because life has an unfair advantage. But Jacob shows us, listen, I'm not looking for fairness. I'm not looking for equity, but I'm looking for something else. Now, I'm saying what Jacob was looking for. Look. Now, all of us, I know everybody here is saved. <laughs> and you all been like the Ruby Tuesday or uh, Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's. That's when you're trying to borrow the budget. That's like, Applebee's is like a, a good two-star restaurant that looked kind of same as a five-star. So you go down the date, and people think it's kind of big. Like, oh, we're going to have a base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real cheap. It's like McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Y'all need to be real. I'm telling you, some of y'all need to stop eating the cheesecake factory now. You ain't got no money. You better go to Applebee's and get you out and go after nine, though. So you can get half off appetizers. Amen. Or if you can go around the date, get two for 20. Amen. Don't get anything extra. We're drinking water with lemon. Squeeze and make you some lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, go to Walmart when you go and get your little Hawaiian punch packs. And go there and make your own little Hawaiian punch. She come back, excuse me, did you order that? No, I made this came from home. This came. Ball on the budget. You got to learn a ball on the budget. Uh-huh, ball on the budget. Yes, sir, you got ball on the budget. But... We've all had experiences where we have been a little nasty in a restaurant with our attitudes. Come on, y'all, come on, y'all tell the truth. Stop lying. Well, you be a little mad, a little mean, because they mess up your order on accident. You be like, this food is cold. Well, I mean, they didn't cook it, you know, and so we just start going off. But now, what really makes you mad when your waitress start popping back off on you? I'm going to deal with that. But then there are some. That as you deal with them, even though you're nasty, you're mean, they continue to be nice. Because they realize that if they change their attitude, 
it's going to mess up their gratuity. They won't get anything from you. Are y'all with me? And some of y'all don't give tips anyway, but for the ones who do give tips. And let me just give you, get, put a little plug in for all the waitresses who may, who may go to church or may be watching. If you can't afford a tip, don't eat there. Because y'all will run her up and down the restaurant 1,700 times. Well, no, that's a, how do people say it? 1572, somebody had to say it. 15? Okay, never mind. I'm teen time. I'm teen times, yeah. I'm teen time. You, you talk, uh-uh, this ain't, you know, and she come back and you give her like a quarter. Tell me, thank you. I left your tip in the, in, in the, uh, in the bill. <laughs> Told the 1992, I gave you 20, I don't need any change back. You keep the change. The point is, they're nice because they know they need something from you. Though you are unfair, it can't change their attitude about waiting on you because they need a gratuity. Jacob says, I don't need equity, which means fairness. He said, I need a gratuity. So even though you have impaired me, you have thought me unfair. I'm going to hold on to the battle because I need something from you. Let me tell you something. Everything you fight with has something for you. Y'all didn't hear me? Everything you fight with has a blessing for you. There is a miracle in everything you fight with. There is healing in everything that you fight with. There is breakthrough in everything that you fight with. But get your mind off things being fair and get your mind on what you're going to get out of it. And I know right now I may be fighting crippled, but at the end of the day, there is a blessing with my name on it. I might fight in peril, but there's a blessing with my name on it. Yet my life has not always been good, or as Lexi Hughes says, it has not been a crystal star, but I know that the blessing somewhere through all of this because God has a way of taking good things and taking bad things and bringing those things together to work together for my good. And Paul says, and we know that all things do I have a church here that work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose and Joseph said, I know you threw me to a pit. You put me in prison I got loud on my powerful wife, but it was for my good. You thought it was for evil. It was unfair. It was not fun. But Jacob says, Joseph says, rather, you meant it for my bad, but God took your evil intentions and worked them together for my good. I went from my pit to a palace. And that's what God can do with your life. He can take you down the same road. I know it's rough right now, but I'm going somewhere. It's, it's not cool right now, but I'm going somewhere. It's unfair right now, but I'm going somewhere. Tell you about I'm going somewhere. It's going to stop me. But there's a blessing at the end of it. Somebody praise the Lord right there. So, the man, the issue 
saw, well, this man saw that he wasn't winning. So he, he got a little unfair, struck Jacob's hip. He says, because if I don't strike his hip now, daybreak is going to come. And he's going to still be wrestling with me. I can only fight Jacob at night. Can I work on this for a minute? Yeah, I got some makeup in your bag. I ain't gonna put no makeup on. I just need to see it for a minute. Thank you, baby. The devil's now angle the angle the Richard, okay? And if in case you have not seen it on Facebook, y'all go watch the little Richard video about, about Chuck Berry. It's the best. The little Richard said, Chuck Berry, I call him Blackberry. I got something for you. Oh, it blessed my life. You I need something. There's something, something. I need something. I need something. I need something. Come on. Come on. Help me out here. Sister Nicole, thank you. No, I, I need like some. Oh, y'all do it, y'all do it at the house? Okay. Okay. Y'all fancy. Y'all fancy. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll just make do what we got. Flavor of love. Yeah, I mean, flavor of love. But, but, uh, flavor of love. And he would call these women in to have like a contest. Oh, yeah. Who can win my heart? Oh, yeah. And that was a woman named Delicious. Oh, yeah. Y'all remember, remember Delicious, light-skinned girl? Yeah. Delicious wore, she, she wore really nice makeup. It looked nice on her, right? But at night, when they were showing the show at night, she looked a tad bit different. Hallelujah. Because she had a brown mark under her eye. So at night, she took off the mask and uncovered her true self. You see, we don't fight who we are in the daytime. In the day, we put on the mask. The only time we fight is at night when everybody else is gone. When we can get real and take the girl off. Y'all don't hear me? I'm looking for me a body shaper right now. Come on, y'all better tell the truth. And if you see one, send it on Amazon. So I get on Prime, it'll be in two days. The point I'm making is in the daytime, we keep things tucked in, we keep things secure. But it's at night where we uncover and really wrestle with ourselves. When we wrestle with who we are. And so the man said, I cannot let you go in the daytime because if so, people are going to see you being two different people. And the thing is, what messes us up, we get confused about who we're going to be on what day. And then when people see inconsistencies, we try to say, well, hold on, it's still me. No, that ain't you. That's the nighttime you. That's the church you. That's the, that's the church you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that church one turns off and on now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Ooh, can I work on that for a minute? Everybody. That church you will turn off in a minute. Yeah. It's about making you mad. That church you will cut off and cuss in a minute, boy. Yeah. The Lord's still working on you. I know he's still working on you. He's still working on you. We give you the, the grace of God. He's still working on you. We let God work on you. We let God work on you. But it's so easy. 
put on that mask in the day. And so I think this shows us that, that Jacob is fighting against something that controls his identity. And so it can only fight him when no one else is looking. Because there's a facade I got to keep up in the daytime. But don't you get tired of covering yourself sometimes? Maybe some of y'all not tired of doing that. That's why y'all still think me in. Because you got to get tired of doing that. I got tired of being some other people. I got sick of it. I got tired. I got frustrated. Because y'all hear me tell the story. I was trying to pass this church like somebody else. Woo! Yes, I was. See, I, I'll be transparent with you. I was trying to live into what somebody else wanted me to do. And I would go home at night and cry. I said, I don't understand, God. Why is the church doing this? And God told me through Bishop Jakes. Where Bishop Jakes preached. Bishop Jakes preached that thing tonight, too. Yes, he did. God told me to Bishop Jakes. He said, because you want God to anoint what you are pretending to be. Not that I wasn't saved, because I was saved. Had a prayer life. And I, I really believe some of the things, but I was trying to lead people yeah. in a way that other people want me to lead because I was seeking for something deeper. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted people to approve me. Yeah. I wanted that affirmation. Yeah. And so I lived to their expectations even though they were not investing in me. And see, some of us are living to other folks' expectations, but those people whose expectations you're living for are not investing in you. And if you can't invest into me, your opinion don't matter. Huh? I said, if you can't invest for me, your opinion doesn't matter. That's why I follow Jesus. Because he was wounded for my transgressions. Oh, y'all, he was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my people was upon him, and by his stripes, he made an investment on me. Our Romans says, why we will yet send us Christ die for the ungodly reconciling the world to himself? That means before I even knew myself, God said, I'm making an investment. I'm going to sow into them. I, listen, my return won't be that great, but I'm going to still invest in them. Matter of fact, my investment may bring more debt. But God was willing to invest in you. And because of that, we obey him. Because he made. Y'all with me? Is this word blessed anybody today? All right. So, the thing is, who is this man? That Jacob is wrestling with. Now, most people tell you there's an old song, um, a man named Alvin Darwin. Used to write, and my aunt was singing at my home church. And uh, she would tear it up. Whoa, whoa, And the choir black. Like, and we would just go in. And so the song never had the music, it's like an acapella, you know, with the bass. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm from the country, so we were. Oh, I would let go. You know, come down with your faith when you. <laughs> and she was gonna have to say, oh, take a rest with the angel all night long. I wouldn't let go to the break of dawn. He said, You got bless me before. Come on, y'all. Oh, I thought 
same way when I was on my knees. I asked the Lord to help me to be strong. I called him all night long. Oh, night. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, night, oh, night, oh, night. Yeah, Lord. Oh, night. I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up. But I called, I, I called on Jesus. I got finished preaching. But we reckon this man to be an angel. But the text never says it was an angel. Jacob wrestled with an unidentified man. It's ambiguous, inconspicuous, it's unknown. Jacob is fighting against something unknown, but can I give y'all some revelation here? Jabbok in Hebrew means wrestle. But Jabbok is also close to Jacob. It's almost the same word. I think Jacob was fighting against himself. You see, you're taking out your frustrations on everybody else, fighting with everybody else, arguing with everybody else, but it's time for you to wrestle with yourself. Uh, I said it's time for you to begin to wrestle with yourself. Your marriage would be better if you wrestle with your own insecurities. Your relationship would be better if you wrestle with your own uh, incapacities. Your life would be better if you wrestle with yourself rather than make folk try to affirm what you don't have. Jacob, in wrestling, that's why it was so hard. Because Jacob was wrestling against his own identity. Wrestling against himself. Perhaps this is the first time because Jacob decides to go back to Bethel after Laban's son say, hey, you've been taking our father's stuff. And Jacob says, no, I'm not that person anymore. I don't steal no more. And perhaps this brings back memories of what Jacob did to get what he had. So Jacob is wrestling with his past as he's on his way to his future. And then when the past always pops up, when you decide you want to do something different now, who you used to be pops up again. That guy pops back up again. That girl pops back up again. That habit tries to pop back up again. When it's time to make a new step, you have to wrestle with that thing in you. And that's what Jacob is doing. Because Jacob has been wrestling all his life. But look at what happens. Jacob says, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. And so the man says, what is your name? He says, my name is Jacob. 
it's your name. It shall no longer be Jacob, but it shall be Israel. Now, you understand that was power in names in the Old Testament. It went all throughout the Bible. Your name was an indicator of your, the future of your life. So Jacob was named Jacob because he was a con artist. He was a manipulator. He was a thief. He could get things how he wanted, making you think that things were kosher. He was sneaky. He was clever. Jacob says now, the angel says now, or the man says now, your name is no longer Jacob. But I got to give you a new name. But what is the blessing? Because when we say blessing, we look for houses, money, a man, a woman. Yeah, I'm waiting for God to send me a wife. Wait for God to send me a husband. And everybody just waiting for God to send somebody. I mean, who's going to go if everybody wouldn't be sent? I mean, okay. All right. Just figure out what I ask. Everybody come on, wait for God to send me my husband. Wait for God to send me my wife. I mean, everybody can't be sent. Somebody got to go. That's what we call blessing. Blessings are tangible things. But the angel says, I'm going to give you a blessing. I'm going to give you a new personality. I'm going to give you a new identity. Listen, Paul says, I have been, uh, I was a Hebrew of Hebrews. I was a Jew of Jews. I, I uh, I was smart. I had all the things I wanted. He said, but I counted all those things a loss. To take on a new personality. To take on a new identity. You can have the car, just give me a new name. You can have the house, just give me a new name. You can have everything I own. All I want to know is that my name is now redeemed. I've been bought with a price. And Jesus has changed my whole life. And if anybody asks you just who I am, don't tell them it's Brent Murphy. Tell them his name is redeemed. His name is changed. His name is delivered. And that's all I know. That's who I am now. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not what you used to see. But my name has changed. My persona has changed. My identity has changed. Is that your testimony? That after everything you lost, God changed you? And that a blessing that God you can take all those things and you losing things will make you find something new about yourself. And that's the thing Jacob had wrestled. He wrestled for affirmation. He wrestled for affirmation from his father. He saw a birthright. He wrestled to get it. Just to get affirmation. He wrestled for accumulation. He he got two wives, all these concubines, children, and wealth. He was very wealthy. So he'd been wrestling all his life for all these different things. And this fight is going to be no different. Because every time Jacob fought, he got something. And this time it's not affirmation. This not this time is not an acclamation. This time it's not affirmation. But this time it's revelation. Jacob says, after he got that name changed, he says, sir, who are you? And 
know who I am. And Jacob says, oh my God, I have seen God and I have lived. What does that mean? When you fight yourself, you can get to know God better. God will give you a revelation about who he is in your life. And the thing is, some of us can't know God because we have not wrestled our flesh. But tell your neighbor it's time for you to start wrestling. You got to wrestle all those things in your life. You got to wrestle all those principalities. You got to wrestle against all those demons that lay root in your life. Tell your neighbor it's time for you to wrestle to get some revelation. You've been fighting all your life trying to get money. You've been wrestling all your life trying to get power. You've been wrestling all your life just to get a man, just to get a woman. But this time, I said this time, you're wrestling for revelation. I don't want no money. I don't want a call. But I want to know him and the power of his might. I want to know him. Yeah. Y'all don't hear me. The old saints told us you can't see God's hand. You got to seek his face. When they testify, you didn't hear about calls. You didn't hear about houses. They would up and say, I've been saved all day long. And I'm glad the important thing was not what they received. It was what they had. And just tell your neighbor, I need God to bless me with something that will reveal his power in my life. Say You gotta tell you that my name has changed. I'm not that same person anymore. But I have a new name. Come on, say I have a new name. I'm a new person. I'm not that individual anymore. I'm not crying over spilled milk no more. I'm not fussing folk out for not believing in me no more. But I'm gonna go about my business because I am what says I am. He's revealed to me that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. He revealed to me that I'm more than a conqueror. He revealed to me that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But the only way I found out, Paul said I found out because I was hungry. Show me. Do 
Lose me until you show me. I wanna see you. Tell your neighbor. I wanna see him. I wanna see his power. I wanna see his presence. Right here, you would think 
is seeing a new way. That all of you will be healed. But though Jacob seen God, though he had saw God and seen God, he still left limping. Now I can go to old school right and tell you, when you see God, uh -huh. you'll walk good. Yeah. I like that. Uh -huh. But let me go another way. Yeah. You ought to be able to feel yeah. when you walk yeah. that you've been with God. Yeah. Yeah. When I come to church, uh -huh. the word strikes me. touches my thigh. It touches when I use the walk. So when I leave here, places I would normally walk in, when I'm about to make a bad decision, I remember what I wrestled with. When I get ready to fall in the scene, I remember what I feel. Lord have mercy. The reason you fell back into it is because you didn't feel it. The reason you slipped it's because you didn't feel it But it's time For the word of God To strike you You're saying I need God To strike me So that when I walk When I talk When I pray When I fast I'll feel it Say it Say it And the other thing When God when God touches you on the inside, it ought to be seen on the outside. I know we don't preach that no more, but saints, don't wear everything. You ain't talking to me. Saints, don't fall into every trend because what's on the inside, it works on the outside. What's on the inside? But what's on the inside? It does determine what's on the outside. Yeah, because I'm sanctified and I'm going to love. Because I'm sanctified, I let those worldly things alone. Because I'm saved. And tell your neighbor, it's time. To get sanctified, it's time to get holy, it's time to come out from among them. I know it's old school, but it's the word of God. It's time to be separated, lay aside the unclean thing that might be a relationship, but you gotta lay it down. Yeah, yeah, God. 
mighty work on the inside. The old song said, there's something on the inside. And it's working. I said it's working on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> 
What you feel is called change. What you feel is called be made new. I 